Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so very much for joining us live here on this lovely Monday evening. We have been absent for a week, um, but we'll get to that here in a second. But as always, this is the Voice of Reason podcast. My name is Sean, joined alongside my two co-hosts as usual, Andy, Travis, and today we have a wonderful guest this uh, evening with us. Josh, how are you guys doing today? Pretty good. Fantastic. This, yes, this is... Don't ask about family secrets. This is my cousin Josh, and he was he was one of the last ones to the party, though. You know, we were all 10 years old. I don't know. I think I'm 10 years older than you, Josh, but, you know, we always say he's the last one to the party and everything, so. Oh, so he's the youngest. <laughs> I'm the, I'm, well, yeah, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, he's the youngest of the cousins, so, yeah, he was the last to the party. I understand well, your show. well. Welcome to the show. Uh, we, we we love having you. No matter no matter. Uh, we we do forgive you right off the bat for your relation uh, to hey, Andy. Hey, um, hey, that hey, is hey, one. Hey, that hey, is. Hey, hey, hey. It's a strike, but we uh, will we'll let it slide for mm-hmm. today. We're mm-hmm. friends with Andy, so we have to take that uh, you know with uh, with a grain of salt as well. Thanks, so. pal. Gentlemen, um, so uh, first and foremost, we'll uh, address our our live Facebook listeners. Um, if you're listening on, you know, Spotify or podcast or Podbean, Apple's podcast, not the end of the world. Uh, we, we were absent last week. Um, a bunch of craziness kind of happened and got shuffled around and schedules just didn't mesh. Uh, so we do apologize for that. But um, I can say for, for me, my vacation was a success. Uh, and Andy, it sounded like it sounds like you're feeling better. And the surgery that Riley went through yep. was a success and everything was good to go. Oh, yeah, we. Yeah, I, I was diagnosed uh, with a concussion, and I had to be on on the low. But yeah, Briley Briley's surgery was a success, and uh, she her gum line is now filled. It's pretty it's pretty cool looking. How it's pretty cool how they did it. But uh, yeah, big success. And Travis just has you know he's the normal guy of the group, so you know. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Andy, would you spin me by? Because I know you've talked about it before, but what? What region uh, is Briley originally from in China? Okay, so Briley is from Chongqing. That is, so that would be uh, east, east. It's bordered like east central to east north, northeast, or no, I'm sorry, west central to northwest China. Um, it's it's the it's the largest landmass city in the world. It uh, it basically the city itself. Uh, is this uh, roughly the same size as Austria? So it is a it takes it, it, it takes about two and a half wow. hour, it takes about two and a half hours to go from well closer to three hours because when we were we were at we were in the center of the city and it took us two and a half hours to get out to where she was at on the edge of the city and her her orphanage was actually in the foothills of um, the Himalayas so. Okay. Okay. That, and that's what I thought was I. I remember you saying that she was close to the Himalayas. Yeah. Uh, and I just couldn't remember where. What? That is a gigantic. Yeah. City. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's, it. You know, we. You know, we've talked about before how China is just a. It's a. It's just a. Everything about it is just unreal, massive. There's nothing small in China except for the people. That's racist. I know, but I felt like a giant when I was there. And, You're a giant. Uh, well, yeah, but um, but a anyway. giant douche. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire on this ah. Monday evening, folks. But okay. no, um, so okay, cool, yeah, because I I know we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, China and and some some craziness uh, that's kind of been been coming out of the woodworks. Um, Travis, how about you? Anything interesting this past week go down for you? Anything anything new? No, pretty regular, man. Uh, when I was home this weekend, saw my grandma and family, and that's really it. Pretty, pretty basic week. Well, Josh, no news is good news, I guess. Josh, why don't you give us a little bit of, other than being my cousin, give us a little bit of background where you where you live at, what you do, and that kind of thing. Yeah, so uh, I was born and raised in Illinois, obviously. Um, Sorry. Yeah, right. I know. Uh, moved out, thankfully, in uh, 2013, 2014 to the great state of Florida, um, living uh, just outside of Disney. Um, by trait, it's a IT analyst uh, working for myself. So we climb 
cell towers, we'll do data center work, we'll wire buildings, basically anything IT. Um, I mean, another guy I work with will do. Um, on the other side, with the hobbies, um, like Andy knows, I'm very big in uh, preserving constitution. Um, and so I've started several fights that we'll talk about. Um, but big one recently has been with the COVID stuff. So yeah, and I want to dive into that because you're in you're in Florida, so I am in uh, one of the hot spots. Yeah, yeah, yes, and and probably. So, so <laughs> how how has the the pandemic been from you for you um, between like when it kind of started and where it's at now? How was it, um, especially being by Disney? I know that yeah, so that we, Disney uh, had some major changes, but we um, shut down for a week, week and a half back when it first started um we opened up they've you know put attempted to put mask mandates and etc in place um but it's since april of 2020 it's been business as usual places are open um you know you'll still get the especially at disney uh, they are enforcing like a mask mandate uh legally they can do that they're their own little entity over there um you know, and they've set the precedent that if you don't wear one over there, uh, when they tell you to, they will arrest you, they will throw you out, they will ban you from the park. Um, but when you go into, you know, a town or to the beach or wherever, business as usual, um, not much of, I mean, you have a few that are wearing masks and et cetera, but, um, you know, since April of last year, business as usual, um, you know, one of the big things is they say that Florida in its entirety is a hot spot, if you will. Um, but actually, if you start looking at numbers, you have to get really south towards Miami and the Homestead, Fort Lauderdale area to actually see the numbers. Um, you know, they say, you know, just Saturday, Sunday on nightly news, they said every hospital in Florida is cram packed, full to the brim. There's no space. Um, I can tell you here in central Florida, you can walk into a ER and be seen. They have rooms. They're not overflowing and turning people away like the news says they are. And Josh, back me up on this. I saw a, um, I saw a, a, a snippet from uh, a uh, news conference, or uh, I guess it was an open forum of hospital CEOs there in Florida, and they were giving their, they were giving their percentages of people who were in Nobody said that they were at even close to capacity. It, you know, there were some individual, but nothing wide scale. They were not even close to capacity or. Yeah, it, it's nothing like what the news is making it out. Um, you know, one of the challenges I've mounted in court, I actually have access to Department of Health data. Um, in our local county, they're at like a 68% capacity as of today. Um, and what they're not really telling you is when they say their capacity, they're not talking just COVID, they're talking entire hospitals. So we could be talking, you know, maternity ward is included in that number of capacity. Um, so, you know, I guess the news is making it out like Florida is just in terrible shape. You know, we're all dying down here. We're not. So what are, what, I was just, so... I was looking at some of the things that I came up with, and we'll go, I mean, there's a lot of things to definitely go through with this. And I looked up about Florida. You said no, it said no state mandate. It said city and county level mandates exist. Uh, Ron DeSantis suspended all fines and penalties associated yeah, with no. Not, and so, and so that was, and he said, they said, and so in May he signed legislation ceasing all local COVID restrictions, including local mask mandates. How has that been working out? Uh, so you still have your counties that are um, attempting to enforce mandates, um, but you have, you know, I'll come right out. Me is one of them. Uh, you have three other guys throughout the state. We are challenging mask mandates um, as the counties attempt to put them in place. Um, we have went several times up to the appellate court level. Um, so in Florida, we have, you know, circuit court, which would be a group of the counties, you have the appellate level, and then you have the Supreme Court level. Um, several of the circuit court levels have said, 
no, the mask mandates are constitutional. The counties can do what they want. Um, the two cases that have went up to the appellate level, uh, the first district, which is up near Tallahassee, um, has set the precedent, believe it or not, of uh, they have likened a mask mandate and a choice to wear a mask as on the same level as a woman's choice to an abortion. Um, so, you know, the wo a woman has a right whether she gets an abortion or not. Our Supreme Court and appellate courts have said, you and I have the same right uh, whether we wear a mask or not. So that's... Uh, and, and, and in that zone, I, I'll just interject this. And um, so what I, so my research and then what I've, what I've taught, and of course I've taught these two mm -hmm. guys in class, you know, I think what the, if this goes to the federal level, and I'm waiting for this to go to the federal level, the, the ground that the federal, the, that the federal government's going to stand on is this. It's the 10th Amendment, okay? And you're, you're familiar with it. I know you study constitutionalism. That's a, a Van Beber nerd thing. But we, the 10th Amendment gives the states police powers, okay? Right. And, you know, the, to, to basically to, to uh, ensure public safety, what is it, public morals, public... Our, Public life safety. Uh, life safety, welfare, health, and morals. And so under the thing of of health, you know, and that's that, you know, under that state's, and it's, it's a gray area because, you know, and the framers purposely left it that vague, but over the years courts have defined vac, you know, like vaccines like smallpox and, but the thing that I and and I'll I'll come right out and say this because I I stuck my foot in my mouth a couple of weeks ago and I was just I made a post and I shouldn't have made about people getting bent out of shape about the 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 vaccine, but at the same time I you know and I I gave a, and I actually gave a ride to a I gave an Uber to a lady to the airport and uh, she and I were talking and she just like you know. My husband can't take it. He, you know, he has certain health conditions. He's not, he can't take it. And so because of that, we, and they live in, they actually live in, or they live in Arizona and they, their parents lived up here and going back and forth, they had, he had so much hassle, you know, because I guess Arizona has some kind of thing that you have to bring your card and all this stuff and show it. And, you know, I'm, 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 and that's why I say I'm kind of on the, I don't know when maybe Travis and, and Sean can kind of interject here a little bit about where you guys are at on this. You know, I don't have a problem with taking the vaccine. I took the vaccine as because of my students. I, you know, because I have a lot of immunocompromised students. My sister-in-law is immunocompromised. But the more, you know, I see this and I, and I, there's just, to me, there are so many I, I watched a report from a doctor in um, Indiana today. Guy guy spoke to a school board who's going to put a mask mandate on. And Josh, I want you to speak about this too, about the mask mandate before long uh, that you're talking about with that school district. But, you know, I, my whole thing is you to say we're going to make you wear a mask. And this doctor said, Making people wear a mask is on on the same levels like it's almost like a form of discrimination. If you don't have a mask, you can't be a part of this, you know. And he also said, you know, some and he he put and he's this guy and I'll have to look his name up. I should have looked his name up, but he has a he's made this public this mass file of research that's been done on how the 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 microbes are so small are, are so small with this because it's you respiratory. Right yeah, and it goes right through the mask, and so. You know, I, I my my overall thing on COVID, and then I'll just let you guys talk for a little bit. My overall thing about COVID is we still do. I mean, it's it's a respiratory virus, and you know, I I want to do the right thing by my students and by my sister-in-law, and so that's why I got the vaccine. I had no side effects. I had no problems. If you know, I saw the story. I think it was actually down in Florida of a guy who was on the airplane and they had to duct tape him to the, the, the stewardesses <laughs> duct taped him to the chair because, yeah, I saw that. and they duct taped him to the chair, to his seat because he was refusing to, 
wear the mask and he was being yeah. belligerent and everything and so they could i think they couldn't escort him off the plane because they were already in the air so yeah they're in the middle of the sky yeah you know. so but you know that's where i'm at i don't know travis sean what, what what's your guys's thought on this before we let josh do some more i'm surprised they even let that guy because I, I know how strict the airlines are with the whole mask thing. i'm surprised they even let him make it that far because they've been like super strict on the whole mask thing this whole time but um you know, the whole vaccine thing, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I mean, you can't, in my opinion, you cannot force somebody to take a, a, a drug that one isn't even FDA approved yet. And, and true, I, I really do believe in this country specifically, you know, America is so unique in that you have the, you have choice, like you have the freedom of choice that you don't get almost anywhere else. And to force people to do that, even for the sake of health, I believe really is uh, a violation of our rights. I, I truly do believe that. Um, and I, I understand the argument, too, of, you know, if this does go to federal court, you know, that there is that 10th Amendment. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, um, Josh, I know you're going to get into what you're currently going through with the, the legal battles, but. I, I got to commend you, man, because there's so many people that will, whatever the issue is, they'll just bitch and complain and say, oh, the government, this, the government, th that, and they won't do anything about it. And the fact that you're doing what you're doing with, you know, with the Illinois, you told me about earlier. And then now uh, uh, with the COVID battle, I mean, you know, at, at least you're standing for something. Um, and I, I really do think that's awesome. So I'm, I'm, I can't wait to have you share with the listeners, you know, kind of what you're doing right now and stuff. And um, it's cool to see people actually taking action instead of just posting on Facebook and bitching and complaining about issues that they don't agree with. Sean, what about you? Yeah. Um, I, I just think we, it, it gets into muddy water. Um, I, you know, I'm a firm believer. I, I, I believe in private practice. I believe in uh, a company's ability to like, if it was a, a company, right, that said our employees have to be vaccinated, I, I, I believe that's that's fair. It's fair for an organization, and if you want to be a part of that organization, you have to uh, uphold the rules. They're they're standards that are set before you, um, and and you know, in private companies and stuff like that. When it comes to mandatory vaccinations for the rest of the United States, that's man, oh man, and 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 I. I'm going to sound, you know, it'll, it'll just sound like one of those, oh, oh, you think that because of this, they're going to come for this or blah, blah, blah. But to put it into perspective, name a time in the history of the United States or any time in any kind of government's power where if a government is given a new power, they relinquish that power. It doesn't happen. OK, it nope. does not happen. Nope. The more you give, the more they will continuously take. It is it. It. And it's, it's people that is, that is how people are. That's why um, there are dictators. That's why there were Kings that were tyrants that would, and Queens that were tyrants that would chop people's heads off if they didn't like the religion that they practice. Okay. Now we're in that more advanced state, right? It was religion years and centuries ago, right? Now it's, now it's science. Now it's the, now it's the battle of, oh, I'm right and you're wrong. And this is what we're going to do. Talking about making people get mandatory vaccine passports. Like if you want to go outside is New York wild. City, New, New York City, I mean, wild yeah, to me. Crazy. Like, crazy. and you know what, it, like, this is going to sound like, you know, people are going to chuckle, but, but this is where it, this is where it starts is people are like, oh, you know what? Don't worry about carrying the paper, man. We'll, we'll just uh, give you a chip. We'll give you a chip with your vaccine. No pass, like, pass. I know. Here's the thing. I know that that sounds like like some people could say that's the most QAnon. That, that, that's the most, oh, far right. Like, fucking watch. All right? Like, just just <laughs> look and see. Okay? Are you going to get – are you going to get – it tattooed on your wrist that you had your vaccine done. What does that, what does that look like? Okay. And I'm not comparing, you know, what's going on to, to the Holocaust, but I'm saying there are certain aspects that are just trickled all over history that we just continuously see. Um, and I, I like uh, V you had talked about that, that doctor. Um, and that's a big thing too. Why don't we just 
instead of forcing people to take these vaccines again, Travis, like you said, that aren't FDA approved, regardless of how of you feel about them, why don't we just force like McDonald's and Burger King and all fast food joints to shut down for a little while? Why don't we enforce people? Hey, it is mandatory that you go out and you do cardiovascular exercise for 45 minutes a day. It is mandatory that you take vitamin D, you take zinc, and that you take a multivitamin. It is mandatory that you do those things every day. And guess what? The government will pay for all of those lovely vitamins to you for you to put in your body that will genuinely help you because it's proving now that those are things that will genuinely help you. Look at, look at the numbers of people that are in uh, the ICU with COVID. 78.9% of them are obese Americans. Mm-hmm. Three fourths of people that are on the that are on ventilators. If we just put a better emphasis in being healthy, I think um, I think I I think that might be a good first step to seeing those numbers drastically uh, decline genuinely or at least the ones. The numbers that you're seeing of, of hospitalized really potentially fatal cases, those numbers will fall through the roof like they, they will they will continuously go down. I, I just want to I just want to say real quick with that. I mean, I think that's how a majority of the American society is. I mean, you know, just give me a pill to fix the problem. Uh, you know, I got high blood pressure. Just give me a pill. Let's not change the lifestyle choices. Let's just, you know, give me the medicine. Give me, you know, it's quick fix, you know, and I think um, that mentality plays a big role in this as well. So, John- and it's not, and, and here's the thing is it's not even just with, with, you know, like high blood pressure. It's look at like, look at the oh, amount oh, of, yeah, it's you know, look at, look at the D bowl. Look, look at, look at, look at Instagram influencers that are boosting up on steroids. Look at all the influencers that have fake butts, lip injections, cheek, you know, it's, it's always a quick fix. It's never put the work in um, and it's getting worse and worse. And I think that's why we see now any people like, I, I mean, because of how the CDC, what the CDC said, you guys remember when everyone was getting the vaccine, they're like, you got the vaccine, you go do whatever the hell you want. Like you're vaccinated. And then now they're finding out, ah, well, you're still getting COVID. Um, you're still passing COVID on to other people that are vaccinated. So, you guys just don't know it yet. So Josh, what is, what is the, what do you know? Are you familiar with what, how, what percentage of Florida population is vaccinated? Um, the last number I heard was like 35 or 40%. And I'm actually um, was trying to find the dashboard that all the counties were yep. running. I've got that. Um, I've got, hold on a second. I've got that. But uh, the Florida Department of Health actually just recently um, told the counties they couldn't publish the data anymore. Um, so I'm looking to see if I had a copy, but um, I mean, it's just, very weird. Um, you know, I will admit, uh, I live with my elderly parents. They're 75. My dad's had a stroke. He's vaccinated. He's one of the first that got it. Um, my mom works at Walmart. She hasn't gotten it. She's on the fence, whether she'll get it or not. Um, you know, I guess my first question would be, you know, we have three different vaccines. None of them have been fully approved yet. Um, let me ask you this. How many vaccines has Johnson and Johnson ever been fully approved for? None. None. What does Johnson and Johnson typically make? Uh, they Baby make a lot of what I, yeah. They make a yeah. lot of, they make a lot of stuff. Well, a lot of stuff, but they've never really dabbled in the vaccine. They've always done the medical supply side. So you know, my first issue when people ask why I'm not going to take one, well, you have a drug company that rushed one out and people started stroking. You have another one that came out just to compete with them that has had side effects. And you have a third one made by a company that has never made one before. Um, you know, oh, valid point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like at this point, the three of them are making money from somebody. Uh, they have to be. I'm going to assume it's our feds writing checks to them. Um, well, they're free, and their vaccines are free, so somebody's paying for it. Yeah, right. The feds uh, are. Are you in? Um, by, uh, excuse me. Are you in Orange County? Is that where you're at? I'm actually in Osceola, but I'm like right on the line. So, well, Orange um, County. So what they're saying, Orange County, right now, they're averaging 
1,382 daily cases and 104 per 100,000. And you said what's the other one you're in? Osceola. Okay, I got it. Now, coincidentally, I will also tell you that I don't know how accurate those numbers would be. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm getting these from, this is from, this, so this is from Mayo. I'm on Mayo Clinic's website is where I'm at right yeah. now. So. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen in the news, but, you know, when it first came out and it's still happening today, um, people that die in car wrecks due to trauma, but have tested I've positive about for COVID. This, yeah. They add those numbers. Right. Calling a COVID death. Right. So the guy that just got rear-ended two miles from my house this morning at 75 miles an hour and died, if they test him and he tests up positive or with antibodies, his cause of death is being listed as COVID in the state of Florida. Um, and, oh, Josh, what's the what was the source on that? Uh, there, it's all over the news. Like, I yeah, that's that's a legitimate you, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, the well, several news stations have reported that uh, families have gotten death certificates listing COVID. Yeah. Um, and I, I can mean, and I can actually vouch for that too. One of our former alumni from Clopton, I actually asked her to be on the show tonight along with us. Uh, she, but she, for fear of her job and everything else, she didn't want to be on the. But she is a she is a emergency room tech, and an OR tech. And she is also, she does medical records and everything, and they have told her that very thing, and she did not want to be on, she did not want to be on the podcast tonight and, and voice that because she didn't want to lose her job, but she, well, I actually, I was Snapchatting back and forth with her last night, and she said, yeah, they, because of the numbers, because of what you report, there are certain amounts of federal funding that you will get if you receive, if you report it as a, COVID death. Uh, as a COVID death. And so, and that, and that's part, and see that, that again, to me, that that's where I'm getting at where I say, okay, where, 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 well, let me ask you this, Josh, where do you, where are you wanting to take the court? You, you and I talked, when you and I talked the other day about this, I think it was last Friday or Thursday, what talk, tell us about the uh, the lawsuit that you're you and I talked about a lawsuit with a local school board or what yeah, you're so we have several going. Um, one of them we first talked, um, you know, Florida is uniquely different in that uh, we have a bunch of statutes that have been converted to constitutional rights. So when the pandemic first started and you had everybody screaming, it's against my constitutional right for this or that. Um, in 99% of the states, that's accurate. You know, you don't have a constitutional right for certain items. Uh, in Florida, we do have constitutional rights. Um, and what is being challenged in one case is, you know, it's not so much directly affect or directly tied to COVID, but it is because it happened during the pandemic. Uh, so the first one is governments have seen fit to start making decisions and everything without public input, public notice behind closed doors. Uh, so in Illinois, Missouri, that would be freedom of information. Um, in Florida, it's called the sunshine. Right. That right. is a constitutional right. It's our 24th amendment now. Um, that we are entitled to public meetings. Uh, they could tell us that we can't speak at the meeting, you know, in the event of it's an emergency meeting. Um, but we have to be just like we are tonight in a Zoom or in public, we're allowed to be in meetings. Um, so that's the first challenge is several counties have for two years been behind closed doors doing all this. Um, and what really set it off was a mask mandate um, in Osceola County. Um, they did it on a Friday night at five o'clock. They announced it on TV. Um, they put a mask mandate, a $500 fine and a 60 day misdemeanor in jail sentence. If you didn't comply. Wow. Um, and that could be enforced anywhere. And that could be enforced anywhere in the state of, in the, well, in the County of Osceola um, County. Yep. Yeah, so, you know, the one example I made to the judge was if I am in my truck and I get out of the gas station to pump fuel and I didn't have a mask on with that mandate in place and a sheriff or a local cop 
wanted to just ruin a day, they could pop you for 500 bucks and or 60 days in jail. Um, ultimately, with enough pressure and the litigation, they did drop it. Um, but we're still fighting because, you know, at any point in time, they could decide to do more of this type of stuff. And we wouldn't know because of the public meetings. Um, now, the second one, uh, you guys have probably seen uh, our Republican governor. Um, he is very, uh, people say he's anti-mask. He's more, if you read some of the orders, he wants to give you and the parents the choice, the right, whatever you want to call it, um, for masks in schools or whatever. Um, so, you know, Andy, as a teacher, it's your right and your choice, your decision, whether you wear a mask in class or not. You know, it's your right if Briley and Bryson wear a mask in class at school or not. Um, you know, likewise, in Illinois, Pritzker has basically said, everybody's wearing a mask, it's mandatory, blah, blah, blah. Um, but in Florida, our governor has said the schools cannot mandate it. It is a choice of the parent and the teacher. Um, we unfortunately have several uh, school districts. I think there's 12 now uh, that have, you know, we don't start school for another two weeks, um, but they have come out publicly and said that they plan on defying um, the executive order that's been signed. Uh, they plan on defying the state statutes that have been, you know, passed by both legislatures, signed, um, and they plan on mandating every single person wear a mask in the building. Um, well, let me play. Let me play devil's advocate just for a little bit here, yep. because I know we do have, we do have a lot of folks who are on the other side of this issue. Um, all right, so let's go back to the Tenth Amendment. The Tenth Amendment, when it gives the states that police power to to regulate uh public health okay yep. because part of the thing and i think sometimes this gets lost in interpretation with the constitution is not only does the constitution give protect you but it also protects others from Everybody else. yeah it, it protects others from you and yep. so i think what this what the argument is for some other people on the other side of this is okay I, I, I want my child because I want my child to be in school. I want my child to be in school. I can tell you as a teacher, when we did our semester remote learning, I'm sorry, remote learning is a joke. It sucked. It sucked. And remote learning is a joke. And but, but when I when I say, okay, I want my kid to go to school, <clears> but <throat> I want to keep my kid safe from a pot. If, if you're in a high concentration area of where there's, a high risk of getting, uh, of getting COVID. Okay. Um, Missouri, I, I know Missouri, Florida, uh, Arkansas, and I forget, they're the highest, they're the highest, they're, you have the likeliest, most likeliest chance of getting COVID in these places. So they're saying, okay, I want to protect, I want my kid to go to school, but I want to protect my kid from the chance of getting COVID. So is it, so you say, oh, well then just keep your kid at home and do homeschool. Well, then you get into that murky water of saying, okay, I'm depriving a kid's right to go to school because their parents are concerned for their, the safety of their children, you know, and so just because you won't wear a mask, I, you know, and so that makes, so now the right of the children, and this, this is where we kind of have to, this is like Sean called it earlier, the murky water. This is where we say, okay. I have the right to not wear a mask. Okay, but what about the other right of that kid who's got leukemia or that kid who's got whatever immunocompromised thing? What about that kid who has it? How are we going to protect that kid from the kid who doesn't want to wear the mask? And this is where this is where I'm on the fence because you know, the, and Sean and Travis probably, I don't know if I ever used this example with you guys in class, okay? So I have the right to, I have the right to have crazy arms, okay? I have the right to wave crazy arms, okay? But my right to have crazy arms, you know where my right to have crazy arms ends at? Right, right there, okay? Right, right, my right to have crazy arms ends where your head begins, 
Okay, we don't have uh, that's the thing, and and uh, the the argument that, that that some people are are having to counter that. Now, Josh, I want to get your response to this. Is okay. Yes, you have the right not to wear a mask, but what about my right to be safe from you, who may not have you know you may be a you what do they call that when you don't have, show any of the symptoms you know you're asymptomatic you're, yeah you're asymptomatic you know but my kids immunocompromised whose rights matter more so my response to that is you know like i said in the uh you and i were talking back and forth uh it will apply here it doesn't apply most everywhere else well it applies texas too because they have very similar um, you know, the executive orders are written as I have a right not to wear one. You and your kid have a right to wear one. It's not a, the orders aren't telling you, you can't wear one. It's tell the order is telling the school district, the state has decided you don't have the power at the very local level, meaning a school district to tell everybody they have to wear one. Um, so he's basically put the decision in, like I said, the teacher's hands and the parent's hands. If you want Briley and Bryson and you to wear one, that's your choice, just as it's my choice not to wear one. Well, I mean, and, and that's and that and that and that's where people, you know, the concept in, in constitutional law is we, we refer to it as majority rules, minority rights. OK, mm -hmm. when majority rules, you have to you have to look at, OK, what is what's minority rights going to be the minority right? So right now, the majority is ruling. You got to wear, you know, because we are in a I'll, I'll just call it what it is. I mean, you're seeing more. This is more. And I'll, I hate bringing I hate talking politics into this issue, but it has become highly politicized because you are seeing, you know, Democrats and really pushing this agenda and really. You know, you have Cuomo, or uh, I forgot who the mayor is of New York now, but um, you're seeing him push, you know, this this passport. You know, you're talking about well, in Osceola, the, the majority said, or the, the party or whoever's in control saying, okay, we're going to have a mandatory mask mandate. Whereas the minority says, I, I don't want to wear a mask. Well, the the reverse is true also, though. What if the majority says, you don't have to wear a mask, but the minority says, Okay, what about my right to safety, my right to safety? You know, I have, I, you know, you're, I, I mean, where, where, where do you see, do, where, how is due process playing into all this for you guys? Um, I mean, so on the specifically the school mask side, um, you know, there are, I'm actually looking at three right now, um, that are challenging it on both sides. They'll probably all be condensed down. Um, you know, do I think his executive order, the way it's written is unconstitutional? No, because like I said, it's giving you the choice of whether or not you do something instead of telling you to do something. Um, you know, before we came on the air, you know, I'll just bring it up. You know, we're in a unique situation that we have a Supreme Court and an appellate court that has likened a mask mandate to a woman's uh, right and choice of whether she gets an abortion or not. Um, you know, I would have to go pull the opinion. It's 32 pages long, but they basically cited that it is a uh, right to privacy um, on whether you wear a mask or not. It's um, I'm trying to remember what the order said, but it, it, it basically went down to the government doesn't have a right to tell you what medical decisions you make for yourself. Um, and that is a choice that you yourself and your family have to make, um, how that's all going to play out. I, I don't know. Um, and we've had this and we've had this discussion many times. Sean's talked about this with legalization of marijuana we've talked about this with a lot of different issues i and sean i want you to jump in on this anytime too when we st when the government starts to get to the point and this is this is the other side of the fence that i'm on okay so when the government starts getting to the point of telling us what you can and cannot do personally you know do i do i agree with 
you know, gay marriage. No, I don't. But is it the government's right to come in and say you can't marry someone because, you know, just because I don't share that viewpoint? I don't share that viewpoint. Do I believe people have the right to do that? Yes, they do. Do I believe that, you know, I mean, I've seen, I've seen, personally, I've seen people who have had certain health issues. And since the legalization of medicinal, well, recreational now, marijuana here in Illinois, I mean, I have, I, I have, I have, I know, I know people who have suffered with seizures and with Parkinson's who have, who, are, who are taking marijuana now who are, you know, but that was because of legalization because they're saying, okay, we're not going to restrict you to do this. I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I think if Thomas Jefferson and George Washington, those guys were around today, they would be rolling in their graves because Thomas Jefferson said it best. A government, the government, a government that governs the best is the government that governs the least. So, you know, I, I don't know, Sean, what, what were, what are you thinking on this? A lot. Um, I'll be honest with you a, a lot. Uh, I, I wanted to kind of rewind just a smidge and I will go back to that uh, question. What do and it can be real quick. What is your guys take? So when it comes to masks and this is just something that's like, we've seen so many like infographics about like, Oh, why to wear a mask and, and stuff that have all just been debunked by the scientists, not, not like, by, you know, Joe Schmo here, there, but like by the actual scientists that are saying this is not, it's not like a sneeze. Okay. It is not like you sneezing and you're, you're snot getting on someone. That's not what makes people sick. What this is <clears throat> a respiratory uh, virus that it doesn't matter what, if you're wearing a mask, if I'm wearing a mask the, the, and that's not like me just pulling that out of my ass. That's, Doctors, that's even Jesus Christ of the Democratic Party himself, Fauci, right? That is coming straight from the donkey's dick is that that is what it is. Okay. Thank you, Sean. Um, and, and so even Fauci was like, mask ain't really going to do a whole lot for you. So why, why is that what like a lot of these folks are just going back to just the mask, the mask when, if they took four seconds to just read what the scientists and what the doctors are saying, the masks do are they're 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 not helping. Well, and here's the thing, and I and so again, as I do for a lot of these, I pull up. I mean, I pull up everything that looks at both ways. Um, there was a I I I I found one study that said okay we. Uh, I got to find it here. There was one state that did a study for in 2020 that said, okay, when we started doing masks, we saw a decline in, uh, let's see. Okay. According to a study conducted by the CDC in Kansas, following governor Laura Kelly's July, 2020 mask mandate on a county by county basis, the 24 counties with mandatory mask mandates saw an overall decrease in COVID-19 cases while 81 counties that opted out of the mask mandate continue to see increases in cases. I can make data say whatever I wanted to do. Okay. Now here's the thing. There are a lot of variables that we don't know about. Number one, 2020, we were most of the America was still pretty much on. That was in July. And well, except for Florida, Josh, most of America was still pretty much on lockdown. I mean, so you can attribute those decline. To, you can d- attribute those decline to one, you know. And I, I, I think that mask. I thought masks were silly at first, you know. And I, I still think they're. I mean, when we got into the classroom, and we had. Our, our principal said, you know, you're going to wear a mask out in the hallway. And towards the end of the year. And, uh, chin diapers. Yeah, I mean, they, that's what they were. They were just, they're just sitting right there on their chin. And I mean, and our, 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 our biology teacher, she was just, she was going nuts. How people, oh, just the, I mean, and I think some people took it to the extreme. We, like I said, our biology teacher actually got a hip, a heap of filter and, 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 uh, put it on a on a box fan and put it in the middle of her whatever it was 300 square foot classroom 400 square foot classroom and she's run there oh this is filtering the air and i'm like how is that fil-? i mean because we get so much of this stuff from social media 
like you said, Sean, I mean, I can make, I can make, I can put a graphic up that shows all of these hotspots and all of these things. We can say, well, we're at capacity, like Josh said earlier. Oh, we're at capacity. Well, that doesn't also include the maternity ward, the al the Alzheimer's ward, the this ward, the that ward. I, I think you can make your data say whatever you want to. Now, I'm curious, and I'm, I'll bring Travis in on this. Lollapalooza was, what, last weekend or weekend before last up there? Last weekend. Uh, yeah, last so, Okay, weekend. so, and I actually, <clears throat> I watch, I'm, I'm a big, you know, junkie when it comes to concert stuff, and I watched a lot of YouTube videos. Uh, they had, I saw uh, Limp Biscuit was actually there. But that that throws me back right there. But Limp Biscuit was there, and I and they were doing a, and I was watching this video, you know, and Fred Durst is up there on stage, and he's reaching out and he's giving high fives to everybody in the crowd, and then they do the camera, sh the, the the span of the crowd. I didn't see a mask anywhere in that crowd. I did not see it, and I guarantee you, I think they said they had somewhere upwards over what was it a three or four day event? They had somewhere to upward. They were averaging close to a hundred thousand people going through a day. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big deal. And so, and every, and I watched them. I think Foo, when Foo Fighters were there, and all, every video I saw, and they did the pan of the crowd. I never saw a mask one, performers or. So I mean, we either have to, you know, and the other thing that I really scratch my head about is all the stuff about Obama's birthday party last weekend. Obama had <laughs> yeah. Obama's birthday party last weekend. And, it was scaled down. Yeah, it was well scaled down. So I so I got a I got a news blurb from um, I forgot who it was. I I may have sent it. I don't know if I sent it on our group chat or not, guys. But it basically the guy was asked to delete some of his photos. Yeah, it was like the DJ, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was the DJ, and he was he was asked not because he wanted you know I do the same thing whenever I do a gig. I you know I always put stuff up to promote our oh by the way tonight's voice of reason podcast is being brought to you by van beber and sun dj services i but just uh, my free plug there but um <laughs> I, I hey i i paid the i paid them but anyway but the dj yeah and so he put and then he you know he put it on his, i think it was his instagram account or whatever and they asked him please pull that down because the the pictures were it wasn't scaled back. There weren't people wearing masks. And so, you know, and heck, whenever you saw, you know, Fauci at, at some of these ball games, he's not wearing a mask, you know. So, yeah, um, one of the funny because I was I, that was I was actually going to bring that up. Um, because people are comparing so Sturgis motorcycle rally is going on right now. And, and people are acting about how this is because it's typically a more right leaning crowd. Let, let's just say, um, and not in all cases, but in, in most, you know, and, and let's just say it is let's stereotype once say it is. Um, people are saying that this is going to be the super spreader event of all super spreader events. When, I mean, if we go back and look at Sturgis the last two years, I don't necessarily think that was the case either um, or not like they were saying that it was going to be um and the arguments the, the arguments that i saw was people at Lollapalooza they they had temperature checkers and you know went and, and made sure that you know people weren't uh you know if you had a it, it, here's the thing people were rolling through if you had a vaccine passport or your your vast your vaccine card uh you were you were good to go but here's the thing now we know People that have the vaccine are still carrying COVID at the same rate that unvaccinated people are. They are just not having the same symptoms that unvaccinated individuals are having. So, and then on top of that, if you were unvaccinated, they took a temperature check. And if your temperature check was good, you were free to roll right into Lollapalooza. So, the it's it's funny, and, and it goes back. Remember, remember the protest when it was, you know, again, I hated the dude as, as much as anybody else that hated the dude. But anytime Trump had a rally, that is the worst thing that ever happened of all time. Everyone in that building has COVID. Everyone is going to die. Well, they're, tomorrow. they're still saying that with his future rallies. He has coming up. Of they're course. But be then better events. when people were marching in the streets, which I want them to do, I want people to protest, but that was okay because it was, it just depended on what the narrative was for. Um, and, and, and so that that to me is it's it's old it's exhausting um and 
I'm actually diving into a book right now um, uh, called The uh, uh, Conscious of a Conservative, which is a, a really good read. I recommend you guys. Uh, it's a short read, but it's essentially talking about where conservatives went wrong during the 2016 election and why um, why. And this was before Biden was president. But initially, this author just talks about how, guess what? We're not going to win because the Republican Party is not going to win the next election. It's the Republican Party's fault. And um, it's very interesting because some of the points that he was making about certain things that people that were reading, leaning right um, just kind of turned a blind eye to some of the racism, um, um, xenophobia, some of the stuff that people did turn a blind eye to when, when Trump was elected was – now you're starting to see the left do some of those things. Not now, not not turning a blind eye to racism or xenophobia, but really, really trying to force a narrative that they're creating that every um, that that it's it's us against them, it's us against them, and it's it's been like that. But these since Biden has become president, and since the pandemic era, you're typically seeing more left leaning individuals forcing what they want upon everyone. And what did we learn when Trump became president? There's a thing called the silent majority that will decide elections. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if in four, in you know, three years from now, when it's time for the next election, if that is going to be one of the big thing that the silent majority see is like people that are indifferent to it. They're, they're like, look, I'll get the vaccine, but I don't think you should force it. And if, you know, this, this can, if this politician was wanting people was mandating people to get it or you know say i really wanted to see my family this year but they weren't vaccinated um so i couldn't fly i couldn't go see them or they couldn't come see me you're going to see that silent majority start to shift back to the other side and then we're going to be right back to square one so i i, I definitely think what? i know it sounds silly but when you start mandating things and not just masks. Masks are one of those things where I'll be honest, I don't give a shit. If you want me to throw a piece of cloth to my face, okay, nothing's going into my body. It's, it's four seconds, but to be demonized because maybe you forgot it when you went to the supermarket and people are, ah, look at this piece of shit for not wearing his mask. It's like, ah, my bad, my bad as you have processed cereal, ice cream and chocolate syrup in your car. while I'm just trying to buy some apples and bananas for my family, you know, <laughs> But there's, oh, man. but when it comes to injecting things, when the government has a say of the, your medical um, responsibilities, I, again, it sounds silly, but if we give them that power now, what's that power going to be in 25 years? What's that power going to be in 50 years? Where if the government's like, I mean, this is a super extreme case, but if the government's like, hmm, what's the cost of he's on government support? It's how much to keep them alive. It's how much to pull the plug. Man, taxpayers aren't going to want to do that. Just unplug that stupid son of a bitch right now and let's get moving. Yeah. You know, those are dangerous waters that we're, that we're playing in by letting the government have control over what goes into our bodies. And I want to, oh, can ahead. I add to what he was saying really quick? This is a real life story. Um, so I have a friend from Venezuela uh, and he kind of told me about when all this uh, originally started last year, uh, the pandemic, I, I kind of asked him, like, I, are you, some of the stuff you're seeing similar to what you saw in Venezuela, like with the masks and the lockdowns and stuff. And he said, yes. And he said, Sean, you, you made the comment, you know, it's like, well, you know, I'll put a mask on my face, you know, not a big deal. It is what it is. And he's, you know, he made the point. He's like, this is exactly how it started in Venezuela. Now different mandates, but he said, you know, they start with, you got to do, they start by saying something small, like you got to do this. And the people are like, Oh, okay. You know, not a big deal. We can still live our lives. And then it's the next thing. And it's like, okay, that sucks. You know, we'll just keep, keep going. You know, it's like death by a thousand cuts pretty much into the point to where your country is in shambles. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it, yeah. I don't know where it's, Josh, crazy to see. Uh, Josh, I want to ask you uh, personally. Now we've talked about your legal battles within your own personal realm. Now you've kind of touched on this a little bit. Where are you at? I mean, because you talked about your dad, who had, you know, Uncle, uh, Uncle Dave who has who had a stroke and everything. 
where are you at? What is your personal feel on the, on this whole issue? Um, I mean, it's exactly what I'm fighting for and what Sean and Travis have said. Um, the government, whether it be federal, state, or local, has no business telling me what to do with my body. Um, you know, so, you know, have I got vaccinated? Absolutely not. Uh, will I get vaccinated? Not until, you know, I won't even consider it until something is fully FDA approved. Uh, do I think one of those are headed for FDA approval? Um, I think it's going to be 12 to 18 months before you see one. Uh, so not to cut you off, but I have re I received a letter today that was actually from the desk of the president and the secretary of the army that allegedly one of them will be FDA approved by September. Really? Allegedly. That, that's, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Allegedly. I, I, I would like to see that. Um, you know, as far as masks go, uh, you know, I will walk into a Walmart or a Sam's club uh, without one. Um, at the very, very beginning, uh, they actually had checkers or associates, whatever you want to call them, standing at the door, uh, asking you to put them on when you walked by them, uh, they would actually chase you through the store. Uh, I can tell you, I've shopped at a Sam's club. I was in the store 15 minutes, picked up every item I needed, checked out, and I still had the associate associate following me as I unloaded the cart into the truck, asking me to put a mask on in the parking lot. Um, we, I mean, I just won't wear one. Uh, now, if I, now I don't go to Disney to the parks per se. Um, I am a firm believer that if I'm not going to get vaccinated, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm certainly not going to put myself in a specific spot that would attract it per se. Um, so I've not been in a park since COVID started. Uh, does that mean that I won't go to the Disney property and eat? Absolutely not. I will go do that. Um, you know, they have um, been very strict, very loose. Uh, it's very fluid at Disney. Uh, as I talked before we came on, they are a private entity, so they can do as they please. Um, and they have shown that they will take drastic measures if you don't do what they say, including arrests and the courts and prosecutors have actually followed through with it. Um, so at Disney, you know, if they say there's a uh, mask required, which right now I think the policy is uh, indoors. So if you're in a ride per se, um, you're supposed to have one on. Uh, but if you're out walking around, uh, on Disney property at the Springs going into a restaurant, you don't have to have one on. Um, you know, they had temperature checks. They don't do that anymore because uh, they've just lightened it up. Um, so I would say Disney is about the only place I would wear one uh, simply because I don't want to be on the wrong side of the court system. Uh, I don't need a criminal misdemeanor charge for not wearing a mask. Um, you know, it's been proven that the governments can't really mandate it in court, but yet the private entities can. Right. Um, which is a very interesting concept to me that the courts have swung both ways on this issue. Um, I figured if they wouldn't allow the governments to mandate it, they wouldn't allow a private business, but that gets into an entire different topic. So yeah, I, I don't. And just as a side note, one of our listeners tonight, Kim McGuire, uh, just sent me a screenshot. She's watching us and she did a screenshot. Uh, we talked about Johnson and Johnson earlier. T talcum powder cash settlements of ovarian cancer and Johnson and Johnson's baby powder court awards $4.69 billion. Check to see if you qualify below. So yeah, I heard about that actually. Yeah, good job, Johnson and Johnson. I actually need that because that's the powder that we've been using for my daughter. Oh so no! That, uh, send send that me link. the link. Oh no! You know, um, and I mean, I I actually did find the Florida dashboard. It took some searching, but I found it again, just to give you an idea. Um, Osceola County, you asked you know, what people were vaccinating, et cetera. 
uh, our county has right at 350,000. Um, as of the data dump at 11 o'clock, uh, Department of Health is reporting 140,000. So 40% of the county is vaccinated. Mm -hmm. um, the, let's see, uh, we've had 537 deaths this year um, due to COVID allegedly uh, in the county. So not even 0.1%. Um, and again, I still find that interesting too, that you say that a lot of, and I still think a lot of the story still isn't being told because I still, the numbers that aren't being released, like you said, Josh, though, are the, okay, what are, are there underlying conditions? Because right. I will refuse, I refuse to get the flu shot. I refuse, <laughs> I, the, I refuse to get the flu shot. I mean, it's just, it's like, and when people compare smallpox, you know, the, and this is where I'm on the other side of the fence. When people compare, I hate it when people compare the smallpox vaccine with the COVID vaccine, okay? One's respiratory, one's not, okay? Or measles or mumps vaccine. One's respiratory, one's not, you know? And what was the other argument that um, those those can't be hosted by animal variants and COVID yes. respiratory respiratories can? So even yeah. if all humans were vaccinated and if all humans it was eradicated your it's, pets and animals still could care, still incubate still, yeah. it and then pass it back along right yeah. and it said you know i mean yeah the difference between yeah and that was the other thing that that doctor from indiana had brought up in that school board meeting was you know this is if, if it's something that can be carried by animals vaccinate i mean you know, he said the reason why we we let this stuff run its course and the reason why he said this delta variant he said, you don't see respiratory cases flare back up in the summertime when vitamin D is at its highest. I mean, you're out, you're out in the sun, you're out doing your thing, you're out, you know. And he, his argument was the reason why you're seeing this Delta variant is because you're vaccinating and you continue. I mean, you don't usually see your flu, your flu vaccine season usually doesn't kick in till. I know it's usually at the high school. It's usually September, late September, October before they start putting up the sign-up sheets for the flu vaccine. So, I mean, we're doing something unprecedented in that we're re we're vaccinating for a respiratory virus in the middle of summer, which is highly. And you want to know what else we had we had taken away from people during the peak of all gyms, a place where you can train your cardiovascular system to be healthier and be stronger. And they took that away from people and they limited the amount that people could go outside to collect that vitamin D and vitamin C and all the other good things that will um, genuinely help you uh, through through COVID and stuff like that. It's yeah. Andy, I'm going to send you something on Facebook because it just it was on our news uh, down here. Um, but the USDA actually did a study and found deer in pennsylvania and illinois uh they found 480 i think out of like 200 or 600 that they sampled so like 80 percent of the white-tailed deer uh in illinois michigan new york pennsylvania uh tested positive for covid19 or covid19 antibodies mm -hmm. so i mean I mean, even with vaccines in humans, it's going to be around. I mean, it's in our meat at this point, you know? Right. Well, that's the thing is, is it, it sounds quite literally like COVID is here uh, forever. And we can blame the Wuhan Institute in China for that. Um, as crazy as, you know, people might have said that was to say years and years ago. Uh, thanks to gain-of-function research, Funded by the government, Dr. Fauci. Yeah, we talked yeah, about um, that. That is that is that is why we now have these issues. And and that statement alone is probably gonna, you know, if the wrestling, if I broke through in the next year or two, then fuck me. This is gonna come up, and then I am I am toast from the left side because, God forbid, um, people actually question those in power and then prove um, when it when things are pretty much proven that it's.
Gentlemen, I uh, I had a lot of fun on the on this one. Yes. I know. Um, yes, 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 th th yes. This is definitely one of those things that you know we can continue to circle back because guess what? With COVID nineteen, it's going to be a different conversation. It's next a week. gift that keeps uh, on giving. Yes, and uh, unfortunately, that is the world that we live in for now. And and hopefully, one of these days, we'll come to see um, that's the world we live in. So, yep. yep. Um, I want to do this episode again, like a part two but I'm going to wear a tinfoil hat and I want us to go like down the rabbit hole. I mean, conspiracy theory, yeah, though, yeah. like Bill yeah. Gates, microchips, like everything. Oh my God. Yeah. you Well, you two guys that are working on the cell towers, it's the 5G's fault. It is the 5G. You sons of bitches. It's all you got. People well, actually no, think um, that. Yeah. They do. They do. They do. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. It is. Well, gentlemen, is there anything that you guys would like to add? Um, before we before we sign out for josh, uh, this week josh thank you for i know it's hey. i know it's eleven seventeen in 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 osceola county now but uh, thank you for spending part of your evening with us and coming on and telling your your story and uh we'll do it again yeah man we we always love having repeat guests on our show and everything so yeah thanks for being here keep fighting a good fight hey we're going to yeah, and uh, again, for our listeners, make sure you guys catch us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, anywhere you guys listen to your uh, podcast, youtube.com, right here on Facebook Live. We are available. And remember, um, this week's episode was brought to you by, uh, just so I have it correctly, it is Andy Van Beber and Son, DJ. Yes, yes, we are. Anybody who wants a sponsor, please contact me. I found out how to, we're trying to widen our our audience group a little bit but uh yes this week was i i decided to test it out so we'll see how it works yeah and and this is just for our listeners real quick um you guys have been awesome uh from the get-go uh, we we have a blast doing this and we're glad um that those that do listen to us are are enjoying it um if this week uh or next week even we'll we'll, we'll make a big push on our social so you guys can see it um but if you guys could Please, 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 when you see us go live, give us a like. Even if you if you don't have time to listen to us during the live, if you could give us a like, comment, and say hi, and share yep. share the post yeah, sure. um, so it pops up in, in your friends' feeds that might have time to listen. It, it's really cool getting messages from friends that I haven't even talked to in a long time um, that let me know that they watch the show and, and let us know that they, they, they really do enjoy it. Yep. So if you guys could please help us out by giving us a like, share, um, all that good stuff, it would really mean a lot. And uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. I'm really hoping we dive deep into some of the North Korea stuff. Um, I think that'll be a really good conversation. Yep. And um, you boys don't have too much more fun this week. Everyone, again, thank you all so much for listening. This has been the Voice of Reason podcast. We'll see you guys next time.